Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show, wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. Episode number 46, America's Critical Baby Formula Shortage. The terrible truth we're not being told. Imagine, if you will, that you have certain knowledge. You are qualified to talk about some issues, and um, you're right, but you wish you were wrong. I would imagine, for instance, if you were a doctor and you have patients and unfortunately some of those patients you have to actually tell that they have a terminal illness and only have so long to live. They, I can only imagine that doctors have to be psychologically trained to somehow separate themselves from their emotions because that has got to be a very unpleasant thing to do. There are many times, for instance, when Doctors have said, uh, well, I'm 98% sure that I'm right, but frankly, I wish I wasn't. Now, I am not a medical doctor, but um, it's a similar situation for me. You see... Despite what many may believe about this program, I do not come on here with the intention of stories of gloom and doom. I am basically here to inform. Unfortunately, Much of the informing that I do 
just happens to be of an unpleasant nature. That is because, unfortunately, there is an abundance of very unpleasant things going on. So that kind of that kind of puts me in a quandary. Nobody likes that. I know I certainly don't. So <clears throat> there was some unfortunate news that I came across and uh, I'm here to share it with you so that somehow if perhaps if you have a heads up on these things the idea is is if if what's going on if you're fortunate enough that what's going on has not actually hit your area yet then you can do something about it so that's the idea. Anyway, um, as I'm sure many of you know, last year, um, which was directly attributed to COVID and supply issues, um, there was the issue, the craziness of a lack of toilet paper everywhere in retrospect you know now it seems funny it <clears throat> it wasn't funny at the time when it was happening it's just like so many other things in life that are like that and it's strange how things work that way if we're lucky enough no matter what it may be seems like if we get through it and we get through it pretty much unscathed then it's we laugh about it <laughs> but yeah wasn't that something you couldn't get toilet paper to save your life boy weren't those the days but now um the thing is it was I know several weeks ago that um, I put out a program and I was trying to tell folks that um, that was just the tip of the iceberg, that there was going to be much more coming and they're going to come in waves. So now we have one of those things, but this thing is, I think... Uh, um, it's certainly much more important than toilet paper. Now there is a nationwide shortage of baby formula. I don't think I need to impress upon anybody the importance of having baby formula. In a few states... I believe that is in Texas 
and Georgia, there are rationing measures that are taking place, whereas remaining quantities um, are, are limited to purchase. Now, <clears throat> again, this is one of those things that, you know, I hate to tell you I told you so, but I told you so. Now, I think that <clears throat> this is all part of what's becoming known more commonly. Um, this phrase is becoming very used. Um, they're calling it the Great Reset. And this is part of it. And when I say, <clears throat> when I say this, I'm talking about it will be just wave after wave of shortages. And one day it's, or one week or one month or for two months, it could be bread. Couple, three months later, it could be socks. And now it's baby formula. And but what do you, you know, what do you do with this? I'm asking you. I, fortunately, I don't have any babies to take care of. But I know if I did, I sure as hell wouldn't be a happy camper. This is not the America that I knew. This is devolving into a dystopian situation like all of those movies in the past and some in the present that we've watched and been quote-unquote entertained by ancient old movies, everything, everything that has a, a dystopian feeling. You know, it was uh, 1984, the Mad Max series, um, you know, Blade Runner, things of that ilk. And uh, it's dark. All this darkness... And yet they were huge blockbuster movies. You know something, folks? I got a feeling that this, certainly within the next two years, the next two years could be so dystopian in reality in this country with all kinds of shortages, waves of shortages, 
unemployment, the, the list just, it doesn't end. And that's, that's the thing about, if you think about it, this in a bio, in biological terms, this is sort of like uh, the equivalent of a, um, of a cancer or a virus. You know, something that uh, is, is equivalent to a, a person that becomes immunocompromised, for instance. Because the sad thing here, if you, if you take the United States, if you, if you look at it in those terms, imagine something that it keeps getting hit and no sooner does it maybe take care of this enemy, then it's hit from another direction and then another. And that's what happens, you know, with the immunity of the body. And, you know, if you do not have, for whatever reason, if you do not have a strong enough immunity, eventually the enemy, it overcomes the body's ability to defend. And it just says, fuck it. I've had enough. I can't fight anymore. I'm not saying that we collectively are anywhere near that point, but the, the evidence is there is that systems begin to be worn down You know, and that is what I feel, that is what I see. You know, and not only do you, it's one thing, for instance, <clears throat> I just want to broad, broaden off just slightly on this for a moment. You know, it's one thing if a, if a group of people generationally, you know, mid-20s people, perhaps early 30s. It's one thing if you don't really feel that you have no future. But, I mean, you, you're working, if you're lucky, you're working a job, but you don't, you know, you don't really feel comfortable to the point where you know, you're really feeling secure and that you have a future. Because it seems as though the nature of everything is uncertain, unstable. That's the reason for the endless things for these. You see these commercials, all of these commercials usually... IT related kind of shit and you have very high energy young people many in suits and they're talking about a spirit of innovation we work with innovation technology we have superior ideas and it's just these happy people that are just whatever they're doing and they're just they're just frolicking and they're just basking in their own endless 
endless ingenuity. And you know, again, that that's all a nice feel-good little fantasy, but a lot of it is bullshit. And I'm not knocking, I'm certainly not knocking technology, and I'm certainly not knocking innovation. But it only counts as so much. You can think about it in, in another way. You could talk about, um, let's say you have to, uh, you know, break down an old structure, an old building, an, an old small building and there's a group of I don't know 10 or 12 guys and they all have sledgehammers it's not a you know it's not a multi-level gigantic building it's just like a smallish garage but it is brick but it needs to be broken down and all they in this case all they have are huge sledgehammers so that would be just like they sit around for days and days and days kicking around innovative ideas of how they're going to raise the building. But no one's doing anything. <laughs> Whereas you could have a, say an entirely different group of people, <laughs> same building, different place, but different guys, and they show up in their trucks, they jump out of the trucks, and they immediately start smashing down the building. And, you know, in a few hours or a few days, couple, three days, whatever it takes, they've, they've completely, you know, raised the building and are hauling away the debris. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other group of innovators are drawing up plans on computer screens about how exactly and precisely the most efficient way is to attack this particular problem. Maybe what I'm illustrating or the way I'm illustrating it is silly, perhaps. But I think my, I think the overall gist of what I'm trying to say is correct. I think that sometimes you can simply overthink things. Sometimes the simplest solution really is the best solution. And that's where that's where I think a lot of the uh, depression amongst people in these these age groups is that, even if it's on an intuitive level, they're not, they're, they're not saying to themselves, uh, yeah, we're just going to be able, I have no, <clears throat> I have no decent medical plan. I have no security in my life. I, there's no way in hell. I can afford to buy a home because there's no way in hell I can even come up with the money to buy a home. So there is no security. And then, now to get back to my earlier point, it's but it's not even 
It's not even people that are um, just blank, having a having blank no directionless when it comes to their future. Now it's even changed above and beyond that that they say, well, actually there 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 is there's a future. And they're like, oh, oh, for a while there, you know. And what their the next move, the next phase, if you will, is well, yeah, it's a it's a future. It's a fucking dystopian nightmare <laughs> of um constant um diseases, viruses, uh, pandemics, wars, and scarcity. That's your future. Then, if you look at it that way, well, that in turn makes it even worse because then you just took something with all of this nothingness, so they were just full of nothing because there's nothing there. And now, well, there is something and, you know, life is going to be, well, hell. <laughs> Until some, until some very, very radical things are changed. And I, I know what some of them are. I know what some of them are. Um, I'm not going to talk about them. At least not today. But the options are very unpleasant. As a matter of fact, I mean, there are there are no options. There's we're going to be facing a great deal of hell. This isn't going to go away and we cannot techno ourselves and innovate ourselves out of it sorry youngins because like everything else technology has limitations too You got uh, people that massively across the land, parents who need baby, baby formula, there's not an app for that. Now, when you stop to consider what I'm about to tell you, this should maybe make you just a little bit angry. Because, as I have said many, many times before, a, a great number, not all, but a great number of the problems of 
items not being available, the scarcity, are lies, bullshit. They are situations that have been deliberate, deliberately created to maximize profit. And if you don't think that the companies who are in cahoots with a oligarchic government wouldn't do that in a million years. Oh my God, not food for babies. Think again. The reason I'm telling you this is because first of all, this, this so-called news is just coming out. It doesn't it's not an opportune moment for this to really be coming out across America. Um, it's but but this has at least been going on for a month, uh, if not at least two months. So you know, by the time you be by the time you begin to hear something on the mass media. It's that shit's been it's been going it's actually been breeding and going on for some time. I know that to be the case. And so what is even sadder and more pathetic about this that what most people do not know is that <clears throat> the powers that be have known about this for several months and they had several months to be uh, proactive to do something about this so we collectively the collective we wouldn't have to go through this and they deliberately did nothing here's the deal Throughout Europe, they don't have a baby food um, formula shortage problem. Okay? They got lots of it. Matter of fact, lots of it they can distribute. They got lots and lots, lots of it. Not a problem. And as far as quality is concerned, well, the European standard either meets or actually in most cases actually exceeds that of the FDA in America for purity and quality. So their baby formula is at least as good, if not better than ours. But the FDA absolutely refused and continues to refuse the import of European baby formula. On the most 
idiotic pretexts you could possibly imagine. That is not the real reason. As is sadly, as is often the case, if you want to get to the bottom of everything, it is that old adage that says, follow the money. So when this, when they were confronted with this and said, well, yes, we're not allowing the imports of European baby formula due to safety concerns. What a crock of horseshit that is. Do you think for one second that throughout Europe that all those millions and millions of parents and their own governments, you think that they are not concerned about the safety and purity of baby formula? I think they are. Once again, it is the, uh, the control of certain seg segments of our government that basically tells them what they can and what they cannot do. And that is a market, the market for baby formula, uh, that uh, they want to protect. So, as they can stand behind the so-called scarcity, guess what happens to the price? That's right. It will go through the roof because people need and want and deserve to feed their babies. So, they're not going to make it <clears throat> too awful bad. At least, I hope they don't. But uh, this could go on for at least several months. And then, somehow, I just know it, somehow they'll turn this around and they'll drag, yet again, they'll drag Ukraine into that and say, well, you know, we... Well, we tried, well, then we were going to get it from Europe, but uh, there's this whole thing with Ukraine, and we couldn't possibly do it for that reason. Oh, and here's some more bullshit that I can lay out for you. And, and okay, so, uh, yeah, so you just go over there, um, Mr. and Mrs. American, and here's some whatever flimsy excuses. You just just go over there and, Watch TV and sit in a corner in your Davenport, and don't worry about your kid. We'll we'll get around to it. We'll we'll feed your kid. We'll we'll take care of it. But in the meantime, you know, there's a basketball game, or 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 there's here. Here's a new video game. You can you know sit down and and fucking play that for several hours. Let us take care of it, okay? We know what we're doing. We had good reasons for not wanting to take any European baby formula. Just leave us alone. We know what we're doing. You're children and we're grown-ups.
But that is actually happening. And as they used to say, if you don't believe me, as they used to say in the 30s, check it. It's gold. And that's something, number one, that really pisses me off. Maybe it should piss you off. Hey everybody, before I wrap things up, I just wanted to give you this little message about the contest. When you go to my website at theearnestmanshow.com and go on the comment section, you can actually leave a comment about anything you want whatsoever. After all, this show is not about me, it's about you. And I really want to know what it is you want to talk about. So please, fill something out, let me know exactly what you want to talk about, and that is exactly what we will talk about. Other than that, all I can say is, I hope you had a good day today, and I hope we all have a better day tomorrow. Take care.